Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Engagement Express, the podcast series for HR engagement and internal communication professionals. My name's Katie Siche and I'm a global internal communications and collaboration consultant who's worked with many well-known global brands to increase engagement in their organization. Join me every two weeks to talk about all the things you should be reviewing and doing regularly to increase engagement in your organization. In this episode, I'll be exploring employee experience, looking at what it is, why it's so important, and how internal communications can support employee experience. Employee experience has been much discussed in recent years, with an increased focus on this topic during the pandemic, and as companies did their best to deal with COVID comms. But what is it? Essentially, it's what it says it is. The experience that your people are having during their working lives at your organisation. The experience covers everything the employees see, hear and experience whilst at work. These touch points refer to all interactions, starting with the very first contacts from the talent acquisition or recruitment team, right through to the final exit interview or communication from HR or IT regarding the return of equipment. These touch points offer amazing opportunities to positively impact the person's impression of the organisation and therefore the experience which they will eventually internalise and refer back to when reflecting on working for the organisation. Take my example. I recall keenly an instance when I was invited for an interview. It was a great role and I was very excited to get the opportunity to learn more about the business and the role. I turned up on the day having driven one and a half hours to get to the location. When I arrived, the security team did not have my details and said that I could not park on their premises because I was not on the visitors list. I was really confused and was just about to call the recruiter when they called me. They then proceeded to explain that the interviewer did not have the appointment in their calendar and therefore could not see me. I was shocked but promptly reversed and drove one and a half hours to get back home. A total waste of three hours of valuable time. Regardless of whose fault it was, the end result was that my morning had been wasted and the experience had left a bitter taste in my mouth. The overriding impression I now had of the organisation had been badly tainted by this unfortunate incident. To this day, when I think about this organisation, I recall the day that I spent driving three hours back and forth with nothing to show for it. So why is EE so important? Platforms like Glassdoor have given potential employees plenty of insights to how organisations are on the inside, what the overall employee experience is generally, pros and cons, leadership, values, and whether they're lived, culture, and how these aspects impact employees' daily lives. Culture is such a catch-all term and rears its beautiful head in all sorts of situations. This is because it's literally omnipresent and pervasive. It seeps into every corner of your organisation and heavily influences how your organisation shows up 
and the impression it leaves on your pupils' lives. After all, work life is still life, so it's important to make this impact as positive, kind and meaningful as possible. The psychological contract between employees and their organisations is the term which describes your people's expectations about their employee experience and what your organisation actually delivers. It is important that they are as closely aligned as they possibly can be. Say, for example, the employee experience is vastly different to their expectations. They will feel cheated and disappointed, regardless of whether what they expected was realistic or not. The end result is the same. This is also closely related to employer branding, as discussed in the last episode. Painting an external picture that has no relation to what employees actually experience is asking for trouble. So how can internal communication support employee experience? Internal communications has an important role to play in enhancing employee experience. Of course, it cannot change the culture on its own and is heavily dependent on the organization's environment, which will be used as a cue or precursor to communication activities. No organization would wish to amplify a poor culture, at least I hope they wouldn't, but internal communication has to reflect the reality as well as hinting at the ambition. I have been in situations where you find yourself telling a rather disingenuous story that bears little or no resemblance to what employees are experiencing. Speaking to the values is always a helpful starting point. Values articulate the organization's ways of working, interactions, relationships, processes and much more. They are always positive and usually inspiring and uplifting. So reserving them for one-time communication events or campaigns is a wasted opportunity. Values can be embedded in the BAU vernacular, not just leadership sessions, but team meetings, one-to-ones, training, inductions, and more. Weaving them into conversations will result in more impact in the long term than ad hoc big splashes, where they receive the magnifying glass treatment but are discarded for the remainder of the corporate year. I have been guilty of missing opportunities to emphasise values, specifically in the rudimentary and, let's face it, sometimes mundane communication like quarterly results. Even in this instance, an organisation's values can be front and centre. Building an inclusive communication culture can make a huge difference too. It's worthwhile considering neurodiversity. Many more people than is actually known are said to have neurodiverse conditions that make very traditional communication channels like emails and intranet articles difficult to absorb and process. Thinking a little more about the text-to-imagery ratio is a simple way to start. The recommended balance is 70 to 30 text-to-imagery. Considering the range of channels employed is also key. Video, images, infographics, colours, design, use of bullets should all be part of the planning process. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Engagement Express. I hope I've been able to give you some insights to employee experience and how internal communications can foster real engagement by looking at touch points to enhance the employee experience overall. If you're really interested in engaging employees, the first and best place to start is collaboration. I've recently launched a six-step program on collaboration entitled Collaboration Station. The idea is for it to be a very informal, exciting, fun way to embrace collaboration and to look at how you can build trust and relationships and break out silos by facilitating collaboration across your organizations via various teams and various business units and across functions. If you'd like to learn more, contact me via LinkedIn at Katerseche. That's I-S-I-C-H-E-I or via email at Katerseche at wheretolookcoms.co.uk. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, opportunities to engage are everywhere. You just need to know where to look.